0: You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com We're talking with Dr. Frank Milner about shade selection and aesthetic observation, the precursor to natural aesthetics for composite and porcelain restorations. Dr. Milner maintains a full-time practice in St. Paul, Minnesota, emphasizing appearance-related dentistry. He's the co-founder of the Minnesota Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry, a regular speaker on VivaLearning.com, which he recently told us. He did about 19 webinars with us. He lectures extensively within the U.S. armed forces, as well as internationally on the subject of direct composite restorations, shade selection, and porcelain materials. Dr. Milner, it's a pleasure to have you back on Dental Talk.
1: Phil, it's a pleasure to be with you in the audience tonight.
0: Yeah, we're really happy to hear your uh commentary. You've talked about some some interesting mechanical factors when it comes to doing a bulk fill restoration in your last podcast and uh a lot of mechanical factors meaning that it's you have to understand the science, but you also have to understand the the physical mechanical properties of the material and know how to use it in the depths of a uh, class 2 filling for instance and you covered that very well. So, shade selecting and material matching is a highly critical process when trying to satisfy patient expectations, no doubt. So, we're going to be asking you some questions about this, and hopefully by the end of this podcast, uh, you'll set us straight as to how to get a fresh look at shade selection and also how to achieve high patient satisfaction. So, to cover some fundamentals, can you tell us the difference between hue, chroma, and value?
1: Well, Phil, that's a good way to start out with, because I think if I queried our profession, maybe 50% would really get this. Hue, chroma, and value are three uh, dimensions of color. The fourth one is translucency. Hue is the color of an object. Is it blue? Is it yellow? Is it green? That's hue, primary color. Chroma is the saturation of hue. Is it light blue? It's low chroma of the hue, too, of blue. If it's dark blue, then the hue is still blue, but the higher saturation results in a uh, like a navy blue. Value is, is a dark or white, okay? Black is low value, white is high value, everything else is a shade of gray in the middle. Now, i will just cue you in on this one. Value's the driver. You see value with the rods of the eyes, and you see value when there's not a lot of light, If you squint, you knock the light down, you're gonna see the difference between dark light stuff, and if you get the value correct of composites, the direct and indirect restorations, 90% will work Hmm. because you got the value right. Unfortunately, hue and chroma, we were taught in dental school by our instructors were also important, and those are the last ones, besides form, translucency, surface texture, so here you have Hugh, Chroma, Value. Value is the big one, and that's the one you really want to get to know. Um, Hugh and Chroma will talk about the Vita Classic Shade Guide. That's where that came from.
0: Yeah, actually, I wanted to ask you about that. Is the Vita Classic Shade Guide still relevant today?
1: It isn't in a museum. Okay. <laughs> it is. And unfortunately, it came from, well, here's the history it came from the german denture uh, uh, factories in the early 1900s and the um the human chroma and the beta classic was not based on the human dentition it was based on denture prosthetics and so they would start adding artificial colors that weren't even in the universe of colors in the human population which of there are 1000 human uh variants of color in the teeth of which the humans can discern 100 so if you look at the Vita classic shade guide here you have a Disarrangement of hue chrome and value that is all over the place and I may say like a one a is hue one, one is chroma? Uh, B3 B is hue th- uh, Three is chroma. Where's the value? It doesn't exist mm-hmm. so if I'm beating on the drum of value being the uh, the tenant of uh, shade selection, you can't be using to be the Beta classic shade guide. It, it it it's an archaic tool today.
0: So, what do you use in your office to for shades to communicate?
1: Well, custom shades. Uh, the other one is you need aesthetic swatches. You need color estimates if you're using direct composites. Um, is that you are going to actually take estimates from different syringes? Or cannulas and put them on the respective teeth. In comparison, you need two things to compare to. If you have a ceramic, a master ceramist, and you're taking photos with shade tabs, you don't take one tab photos with one tab. You take two or three, and that way you can you can process this by comparison. So the best way to do on a direct, if your manufacturers give you shade tabs, fine, I got it. Mm-hmm. But I take i uh, swatches of composite, roll, roll them up in little balls, put them on the tooth, light cure them. My assistant and I do this. And these are our, our color estimates or aesthetic swatches. And that's the real deal, Phil. And that's what, what you see there is what you're going to get.
0: So you, you actually create your own Vita Classic <laughs> shade guide um, with the actual material that you're going to be restoring the tooth with. Isn't
1: yeah, the Vita Classic, Phil, we've got to get rid of that word. We've got to get back. We've got to file, delete. Uh, open new file into value based um, shade guides that uh, Vita makes and that's the uh, bleach bleach shade guides that has uh, 15 intermediate value shades that's the one you want you want you want the value shade guides. Right. forget about Vita classic
0: right so uh, tell us how the age of the patient relates to the shade of the, of the patient's teeth
1: okay Let's go back to something I just dissed. Let's go back to the Vita Classic Shade Guide. And if you look at the age of the population, let's say we have uh, up to age 35 are young people, and they would be on the left-hand side of the Shade Guide. These would be A1, B1, A2, B2 uh, people, and that's where you're gonna find them is on the lighter side of the Shade Guide. When you look at people of 35 to 55, these are in the center of the shade guides because they've lost a little enamel and the dentin core is creeping closer to the surface and that shows a little more dentin influence. These could be your A3s, these could be your B3s, these could be A35s, these could be D2s. When you're 55 and older felt, What happens now, you have um, definite attrition, erosion of the enamel, and then you have thinner enamel, which means the dentin core is coming closer to the surface, and they're going to be on the right side of the shade guide, especially your geriatric patients, 75, 85, um, not much enamel, and those are going to be your A4s, uh, your C3s, C4s, they're on the right hand uh, of the shade guide. So you can pigeonhole uh, up to 35, breakpoint 35, 55, breakpoint 55 and older, and that will tell you where you're gonna, where you're gonna be.
0: Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Is there any type of uh, chart or something you can download that has, our listeners could grab that has this, what you just described in some sort of, like, something they could print?
1: If you look at what's been taught in our profession, Phil, everybody's wants zirconia. Everybody wants scanning. Everybody wants high-tech. How many shade selection courses do you see in the uh, on the major meetings? Very few very few mm-hmm. and most dentists are color confused and um, They make one uh, beta classic shade determinant to a laboratory technician. Oh, this is an a2. Well, sir Where's the value right in that there's no value estimation? So I think the best way between you and me, Phil, it's what I did. Mm-hmm. I was color confused. And when I reinvented myself in 1993, what I did is two things. I went back into my art uh, undergraduate college, art history department, re enrolled as an adult student, and took all the Renaissance and learned everything about cubism, uh, sketching, and colors and Monets. Then I went into the dental laboratories for three years, one day a week, learning from the ceramists. So, my point is, wow, that that's impressive, do, very impressive. That's well, mean. I attacked my ignorance. That's all I did. <laughs> and what what I would advise all the dentists out there is, you find some darn good ceramics, and you sit next to them. They got headphones on. They're not going to talk to you, but you just uh, listen and watch. They'll tell you about Shade selection.
0: There was a time where they had these scanners. These companies sold these products where you yeah. scan the teeth. Is that still sure. something people use?
1: Um, I was part of that, <laughs> okay. and I thought it was great. Uh, I mean, you didn't have to think; you just flip the switch and uh, and let the computer think for you. Now, uh, yes, Vita Vita uh, Vita makes one that's good. Uh, that's value determined. You can look at, and it translates. It correlates it right into Vita Classic 2. So Vita makes the um, uh, Easy Shade, um, and it has also the the light uh, in there is a colorimeter uh, that is has all the complements of all the natural colors and primary secondary colors, and then especially with the light source that is. The uh, pure natural sunlight in the northern hemisphere at midday. So, tell you see, what kind of light do you use? Mm-hmm. You can't use your overhead light because that's a halogen light. Right. The temperature is too low in terms of uh, degrees Kelvin, and now you're seeing orange.
0: Now the LED lights are out. Some of the listeners might have LED lights.
1: Um, if they're color corrected, if they are a CRA, color corrective index. Of at least 90 percent of the natural temperature of sun.
0: So those computerized gadgets that that did the scans, that were shade matching uh, devices, are are not particularly popular now. Or?
1: No, I think first of all it's a niche product, and if you don't understand color in the first place, you're not you. What are you going to learn by just flicking a switch? You got to learn how to think your way through this one as well as the high-tech. I think it's just great. I think the easy shade is a good thing if you understand the basics of color to start out with, Phil. No different than bulk fill, No different than universal adhesives. No different. Mm-hmm. you got to learn what you're doing.
0: Right. So what is the best way to select the shades of anterior composites?
1: Okay, the best way is to use color swatches. Forget about the shade guides that that they give you. You and your assistant, you have to train this person sitting next to you. This co-pilot is that you have to get into a predictable sequence where you look at her she looks at you and you think uh sharon is my assistant of 26 years uh she's darn good and she's well educated because we learned together is sharon what do you think uh she says a2 and i said okay let's go for it let's put an enamel shade on one that is a value. enamel shades fill our value determinants they they drive value, and your dentin is an A1, A2, those are all hue and chroma. Dentin dentin is hue and chroma, enamel is value. So we'll, like a hockey face-off, we'll put two composites of dentin in, pick the one that drives it the best, and then we'll put one or two value shades when necessary in the anterior region. We'll cure those on the teeth, and then the patient's holding the hand mirror so they understand we're competent. In that we we are uh, color estimators. Uh, I, I I don't even think I'm a dentist anymore. I'm an estimator of color and fabrics, materials, mechanics, <laughs> engineering. Um, it, this is this is who I am.
0: That's what happens. You know, you hang out in the dental long enough. That's what I, Well, let me ask you this. Um, a lot of materials were coming out 10 years ago that had like 5,000 different shades. You buy a box of restorative composite and it comes with like shade guides and it comes with yeah. a, a zillion capsules or compules yeah. and they go into these syringes. That's, and then they realize the dentist, you know, they overdid it. And the dentists are looking at them like, you know, I, I, I can't use all these shades. So they cut back to less shades. And where are we now with that? with these kits
1: i came through that revolution i taught that revolution and the more the more colors you could put into a direct restoration and i'm a uh accredited member of the acd board examiner uh peer review for the journal of cosmetic dentistry it was bragging rights it's Mm -hmm. like how many welded in pins could you put in the tooth and the more (laughs) you did the more bragging rights you had so the more complicated the restoration got phil the higher up up on the top of the mountain you are, well, guess what? It's all changed. Everybody wants a simple palette today, and the manufacturers are smart. What they're doing is manufacturing a more compact palette, precise, value-driven that covers the tooth space, the the where the human teeth re, uh, reside in the um, in the yellow yellow orange spectrum. Uh, that covers the a's bs c's and d's and I think you can you can have if you and I came up with our own palette i'd probably have eleven eleven shades max one mm-hmm. opaque uh you probably need a uh, A1 through A4, a one through a four a b one denton though that's all you need for denton and then you need value modulators on top you need about three uh, d- different type of um translucent enamels some with some pigments and then you need a translucent one so um and a bleach mm-hmm. you got about 11
0: so 11 shades is more than adequate uh any more than that is it's superfluous at, at that point to some extent
1: well unless you unless you live on mount olympus i mean and that's the kind of dentistry you want that's fine but you still have to know where to implement these, all these uh, sundries of shades. I'm not taking it away. I know how to do it. We teach it, mm-hmm. and it's becoming a rarity. Um, simpler is better because if you know, again, what you're doing with these value drivers, Phil, and um, I think you can replicate nature with a, uh, a simpler palette.
0: So if the palette gets less than 11 shades, do you not recommend that system or you think you can still work with it?
1: Well, first of all, you measure the palette according to the aptitude and competence of the uh, clinician. Mm-hmm. And I don't want a clinician to have 11 shades if they don't even know how to use three.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Okay? I, I want you to learn how to use two, that the enamel. Mm-hmm. Start with that and go to three then go to four. And you can be complex go from simple palettes and when you enter in the complexities of nature in the anterior aesthetics don't be overwhelmed St- keep it simple right stay inside your comfort zone don't think you can put eight shades in a composite restoration if you're not technically trained
0: right now the advice okay. you mentioned to go to your uh, master ceramist was a uh, great advice that's something that that, you know, most dentists probably never thought about doing is sitting shotgun to some of these ceramists that are doing the work. Of course, they're probably have a headset on and they're not going to pay much attention to you, but who knows, you might find a nice one that could help you out. Um, well,
1: you also have to be very humble about it. Right. Because the uh, laboratory technicians unfortunately have been uh at the bottom of the heap and they've been taking a lot of blame for things that they didn't uh, do, and the dentist uh, maybe did not know any better. Um, I'm just saying, if you're, if you're going to build a relationship with a, a ceramist, you come in as eye to eye, not doctor to ceramist. You, it's just frank and Phil.
0: Right. No, that, and that, that's, that's how it works. That's uh, absolutely totally agree with that. All right, Dr. Milner, that was a pleasure again having you on uh, another excellent podcast. For those of our listeners who did not tap into the previous ones, Dr. Milner did one on the basics of bulk fill composites. He's also covered uh, some really good information about adhesive strategies. And uh, we're about to embark on another one coming up soon. Uh, Interesting title, Techniques for Pink and White Composite Restorations. So we'll be doing that soon as well. Thanks again, Dr. Milner, for your time. We appreciate having you on Dental Talk.
1: My pleasure, Phil, and thank you to the audience for listening.